0: Welcome to the Lakeside Baptist Church podcast. We pray you are blessed as you hear the Word of God today. For more information regarding Lakeside Baptist Church,
1: please visit lakeside.asn.au.
0: Ask Mike Smith to make his way up um, and... I'm going to hand over to him as well. So he's just going to share some thoughts. I've got a microphone over here for him. So make him feel welcome.
2: Good morning, everyone. And uh, it's a beautiful day outside. Somebody said it was cold, but I think you can put a jumper on. So uh, it really is a a good day. Thank you for that. Just so you don't see how many pages I've got actually here. So... There's many people who could be standing up here easily and um, my role with Anthony over the last 12 years is to be an elder and to be on the management team and then I was acting treasurer for about nine years. So um, so we met regularly with each other, met with different teams and so that's probably some of what I'd, I'd be sharing on that. So today we're acknowledging Anthony's service at Lakeside for the last 25 years, especially his role as senior pastor since May 2011. Anthony became a Christian through Baptist basketball. So that ministry was there. He joined it to play basketball and found the Lord. Siobhan and Anthony were married on this court in 1997. They're the only couple to do it so far somebody says it's not true Andy fantastic now I tried to encourage my son and his fiance to do that as well and I wouldn't do it how terrible uh, now both in the church both families were serving couldn't get them to move so we've got two couples and I tried to thank you for correcting me that's good um, he joined the rec centre first off as a junior development officer and that means going out to schools, I think they started the dribblers, a whole range of things that the, the church, the rec centre didn't have, they were really doing. And that school's ministry was vital for the growth of the rec centre. Arthur Payne was appointed as senior pastor now, probably 19 years ago. Anthony was po- uh, appointed as sports pastor and youth families pastor. So that was a transition from the rec centre ministry into the, more of the church side of that ministry. Arthur saw a future leader in Anthony and at, towards the end of his ministry, Arthur was, proposed the idea to a nominating team for Anthony and Arthur in the last two years to be associate pastors. Don't have a senior pastor. Right? The church said No. And that's okay. The nom- Arthur suggested it. Nominating team wanted to do it. The church, as a, as a membership, decided no. But that was critical in the church realising that there was a young leader there ready to go. And uh, for me personally, I was a little bit disappointed because in two years' time, I would have seen Anthony step into leadership as senior pastor. And guess what God did? He did it in one year. All uh, right? totally I was totally wrong how's that Um, so Anthony takes over and the leadership's there and Anthony sought to define the leadership that he was going to be through meeting with the leaders to look at the vision the goals the mission all that was quite detailed over the following year really important one of the things for me that Anthony emphasised through the years was a focus on prayer. And one of the areas that I was involved in, just quietly in the background, is where there was difficult problems, I had to be one of the people involved in those issues. Whether it was just a framework of the church, whether it was difficult people, whatever. And through that prayer ministry, we saw much of that work change. There was less of it, and I thought that was amazing. That was wonderful. Another part of the objectives of the work that Anthony was in leadership was the increasing of the facilities. The church was then going to spend another $2 million. A lot of money. Fitness centre, remodelling upstairs, all of that where the church was giving, there was grants given, there was... um, the the um, Australian Sports Foundation gave us tax deductibility, which is still running as well. So that means our dollars were going further. In, over the years, Anthony initiated that logo of more than a game. So people can love basketball. They do come here. There's over 500 teams or thereabouts. People love sport, but it's more than that. The Sport's important but it's more than that, and that logo really helped us to find some of that ministry. So Anthony, as a church, we appointed him for five years, after five years, reappointed five years, and then we are coming up to the third five years. And for me in the leadership, I couldn't imagine Anthony and Siobhan not being in the church. I didn't think we had a choice. And he was voted in very clearly. And now, two years later, it's happened that he isn't. And that's something we've many of us have had to come to grips with, that he isn't going to... Siobhan and Anthony are not going to be here um, as leading the church. So that is a, is a big change. A few things there that I've been part, watching is Anthony has been excellent in his preaching and he guarded the pulpit here Furiously, whoever was going to stand up had to be able to communicate, love God and communicate that well. That's what his standard was for anyone who was to preach. Um, so you'd find that uh, I wasn't doing that very often. Um, love God, but uh, not not a great communicator. His messages were really for all ages. And I remember one time I, I'd been involved in... Counting some of the money, the offerings afterwards, and Doug and I were in there, and we were talking about what we each had learnt that morning while we are counting the money. Hopefully, didn't make a mistake, but that's what we're doing. So that's how important the preaching was. Another area that is not very common in church life these days is fasting. So as the leadership was growing in the church leadership the management team, there was calls to fasting. Not that fasting changes God, but it opens us up to what God wants, to be able to hear and listen, another way of doing that. And within the church life, we've seen many baptisms, we've heard powerful testimonies of how God has changed people's lives, and that's been exciting. The last few weeks ago, we had, um, I call them parent dedications, Uh, um, where they're committing themselves to bring up their children in the way of the Lord. And they present it, they share, congregations backs them up as well. Anthony has been involved in leadership training. He knew he needed that himself. And with the Arrow course, he got involved heavily and to the such extent that he was leading many of those different courses as well. In that same time, Anthony was studying for a degree, a Bachelor of Ministry, so it's hard to imagine doing your pastoring and then studying as well. And many of us have done that. We've studied while we've worked, and it's hard. You have to be committed. And he followed that right through. Probably during COVID, that's an era that none of us have ever experienced. Um, Probably my my mother and father were born in 1917. They might have got it they wouldn't have known either but th- they would have been through the spanish flu um and that dramatically affected us as a congregation that's the first time i've ever thought about it, regretting being in a church that had 8,000 people come through a week in a rec center all right it stopped in its tracks the budget the church is about 2.7 million 2.2 is the rec center and the rec center had to close its doors our salaries was about 60000 a fortnight, went down to 10000 a fortnight. How did you cope with that? The, the stress of leading, managing it. and there's a whole range of things. The um, government solution, I can't remember what it's called now, brilliant, it got us moving again. All right. While COVID was on at the beginning we were not allowed to meet. For me, as a Christian leader and many of others didn't think about it but were we going to disobey the government and meet fortunately wonderful solution online ministries still on today and the design of that online ministry was the lounge room a Christian lounge room and Anthony had some critics but even last week I heard someone say boy what you guys did Having service in the lounge room was great. It was better than what our church did or whatever. All right? So even when you're making decisions, not everyone agrees. And that was a really powerful thing that we needed as a church. Probably the last um, area that uh, the, the COVID did was many Christians had to work out priorities in their lives. What jobs they're doing, what they continue doing, and things there were changes. And in that change, we found that Anthony, as senior pastor, took on the rec centre manager as well. Very, very difficult. How do you do both? The two separate jobs, extremely difficult. And Anthony didn't just hold, just do the minimum. He actually looked at the rec centre to look at how to re- redefine its mission goals. And we even had an official opening in that time later on after about six months. Every staff member in the rec centre was interviewed, contributed to it. So that was a tough time, but still was growing. One last thing, and and I wouldn't want to give you any examples of it, is different times in leadership, there, there are problems. Problem situations, problem people. And you can try to avoid it. And if you avoid it, you're going to get pain that you have no control over. If you tackle it, you're going to get pain. But you've got the <laughs> results will come through that match what you believe is true. So Anthony had to learn how to choose pain. Which pain was he going to get? He's going to get some no matter what, but he has to ch- it's better to choose which way to go. I want to just finish this little part with a few verses from Psalms. And sometimes in the scriptures, you'll find almost the whole gospel in a few verses. And I believe this is what Anthony and Siobhan wanted to give the church, have been giving the church. This is what we have to do, we need to do. So Psalm 19, verses uh, 7 to 10. The revelation of God is whole and pulls our lives together. The revelation of God. The signposts of God are clear and point to the right road. The life maps of God are right, showing the way to joy. A peace and a joy in our hearts we can't explain. It's a gift from God. The direction of God are plain and easy on the eyes. That's a hard one. to I'll let you leave it as, think that one through. God's reputation is 24-karat gold with a lifetime guarantee. When we know our Creator, we're into eternity forever. I was at a... a brother's ashes were cast down at Scarborough. I've got a sister who doesn't love the Lord. And she was struggling with it. God's got eternity for us if we know him. If we don't, what's it all about? How's it fair? And I tell my sister, my brother died at 70, 77. It was fair. He got seven more years than God even promised. Three score years and ten. But it's not usually the time to tell people when they are a few teas around. All right? and, and I said a few more things. One more for you. When I was 15, I worked out the, 150 years ago, everyone alive there is now dead. Everyone in the world. 150 years ago from today, everyone's dead. Not a single person alive that I know of. And my sister said, I don't really want to hear rational things at this point in time. <laughs> huh? But she got it. Because there's a reality. God's reputation is 24 karat gold with a lifetime guarantee. The decisions of God are accurate down to the nth degree. God's word is better than diamonds set between emeralds. There's expense I wouldn't have. You'd like it better than strawberries in spring, better than ripe, red-ripe strawberries. Amazing. I'd rather have peaches, absolute dripping. Strawberry's not really my thing. All right? So where then? Now it's time God has called Anthony Siobhan out of Lakeside. Anthony has served God and served Lakeside community over these last 25 years. Last page. Anthony has been trained and refined as a leader in the church. It'll be exciting to see where God lead, will lead Anthony Siobhan in the future. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Mike. Trust you to be pragmatic and logical. (coughs) Uh, I'm going to welcome Anita up. Uh, So make Anita feel welcome as she comes up on stage. I don't
3: like talk. Okay I did my sound check before if everyone heard. (laughs) Um, I don't like talking up here but anyway here I am because I love these two people and their children so I'm braving it and here I am. (laughs) As I prayerfully sat to write and work out what I'd like to talk today about today I'm struck by the irony of the fact that 18 years ago I would never have prayerfully considered anything. As prayer was not a part of my life, all those years ago my life never contained all you see today in me. Let me give you a little context on all, how it all came about and how an amazing friendship and transformation took place and how the Lord led the Palmieri's into my life. <clears throat> Eighteen years ago my husband and I were blessed by the birth of our first child and as most mums do, uh, they attend a mother's group uh, this is where the Palmeries came into our lives. Siobhan was there with Janna, their firstborn. Uh, a friendship was soon formed. She was so down to earth, real, open, vivacious and a really welcoming person. Over many a weekly get together, a bond and connection came about in the most natural of ways. And we were able to share all that being new mums had to offer. In 2005, when our babies were almost six months old... Siobhan convinced our mother's group to make a Thursday morning basketball team. She's pretty, <laughs> she's pretty good at convincing people to do things. Anyway, um, uh, we were the Dairy Queens. <laughs> I'd never played a game of basketball in my life. It was then that I came to Lakeside for the first time and met some pretty awesome people. Many of whom are still around today. Uh, we also had Jackie Tooby on our team, uh, so we're talking many years ago. <laughs> um, I tried so hard to play the game, but to be honest, I sucked at it. <laughs> but Siobhan was so encouraging and made me feel like I could achieve miracles while out on that court. I was just grateful I didn't collapse with my uncoordinated footing, <laughs> lack of fitness or die of embarrassment at my ability of never being able to shoot a hoop. Uh, uh, didn't stop Siobhan for cheering me on like I was on the mbl one. Needless to say, my time of being a Dairy Queen ended after 2005. <laughs> Over these years of parenthood, a bond was knitting together, not only in my friendship with Siobhan, but our husbands too. Uh, close to Easter 2005, Siobhan invited me to come to church. I attended and was blown away by Lakeside and its people and the message I'd heard at that Easter service. I went away moved yet hesitant to attend again. It wasn't for another five months before I came to the decision to attend Lakeside full-time. During that period, both Anthony and Siobhan were instrumental in leading me to Christ, showing me the transforming effect of being in relationship with Christ, demonstrating a life of servanthood and how to have faith through the good times and the bad. Nothing has changed in this regard in the 17 years I've faithfully served beside you guys, all for his glory daily." I'm so thankful our paths crossed. As they say, it's all in his timing. There have been so many pivotal events and moments we've shared. Unintentional same-time pregnancies... ...countless Bustleton family camps... ...trips to Sydney for Colour Conference... ...attending their small group for seven years... ...helping move house... ...being a part of Anthony's induction to senior pastor... um, ...SBL games of Anthony playing... ...watching him retire from playing... Seeing him go from strength to strength in his preaching. So much laughter uh, and many tears. (laughs) Finally convincing Anthony that coffee is an essential daily drink. (laughs) I couldn't quite get there with Siobhan. Uh, Watching their beautiful children grow and being a part of our family and loving them like my own. And knowing Siobhan and Anthony loved all my kids just the same. (laughs) Beep. ...being baptised by Anthony in 2008... ...and John being baptised in 2016 in Bustleton. Their love and support... ...over the countless deployments of John while away with the Navy... ...and well, the list goes on. (laughs) It's been an absolute privilege and honour to know you both personally... ...but also on a professional level as well... I've worked on staff here at Lakeside for over 10 years, and to have had your leadership and support over that period has been phenomenal also. The two of you and the kids, I don't think, really know or comprehend just how many lives you've helped shape or impact over the course of the last 25 years. Your love for the Lord and Lakeside will live on for years to come. And as we know, you're about to start a new chapter in the Book of Palmyri, a new season, a change. It's always hard to start something new when the old is so, f- so familiar, comfortable, nostalgic even. But I have complete and utter faith that God has got an even bigger assignment for you yet. From the bottom of my heart, I want you to know I'm a better person because you both, of you both coming into my life. You'll be missed immensely, but I know I have friends for life. Thank you for everything.
0: Great job, Anita. Uh, Not sure how I feel about a bunch of young mums calling themselves the Dairy Queens. and I'm not sure how I'd feel about Siobhan and coffee either. Um, I'm gonna welcome Jared up, he's gonna share. So make sure he feels welcome as he makes his way up.
1: Morning. You can you hear me? Yep. Um, so, yeah, firstly, thanks for asking me to speak today. Really, really an honour to do so. I first met Anthony um, nearly 20 years ago now uh, when I first went down to MBL1 training, uh, or SBL as it was called then. I remember I wasn't really big into the basketball fashion um, back then, so I remember going to my first training session. I think I was wearing board shorts and running shoes. Um, and I think from looking at Anthony today, he may may be wearing a wig. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> well, after thinking about what, what life's gonna be like, one hundred and fifty years, I was trying to lighten a little bit. My um, my main encore memories of the couple of scenes I played with Anthony. Um, so mine's gonna be a little bit more about the basketball side of things, and also then onto the the family sort of connection. Um, was that he could shoot? I'm not sure about was it seventeen or nineteen assists in the grand final that you. Was that before records were being kept? 19 assists, nine at time. I'm not sure that you had 19 assists in the couple of seasons we played together, um, but you definitely could shoot. Uh, played hard, and played much taller than his height suggested. That wasn't a joke, by the way. That one, <laughs> like that, was actually serious. He did played a lot, lot, a lot, uh, a lot taller than what his what his height indicated. Um, off the court, what really stood out to me was his ability to be super competitive when needed, um, but also not take himself or the game too seriously. Um, something that I tried to emulate throughout my career, although most of you are probably thinking, for those that saw me play, definitely did that unsuccessfully, uh, maybe took myself a bit too seriously. But I remember there was a game against Warwick. There was a, it was a close lot, loss, a tough loss. And, and obviously Anthony wasn't happy that we lost the game, but he saw a smile on his face and kind of kept it a bit light-hearted and brought the, brought the level of the room up. Everyone was feeling pretty flat, so... To me, that kind of highlighted that, yeah, basketball was important to him, but kind of along with that catchphrase of being more than a game. It, was, a, it was, just a, was just a game, basketball, but it was much more than that. Um, and he kind of was able to recognise that and impact the rest of the group. Um, I also remember set-ups for, fri- for a Friday, Friday night home games. So for those that have set-up recently, firstly, thank you very much. But I'm not sure you realise how hard it used to be. So each of the sections, which is all c- together was four, each was four individual components. It was the top, it was the frame, it was the two metal poles and everything had to be put together individually. Um, And I I remember Anthony was a really good foreman and he'd walk around, now I'm probably gonna do this one, but he'd walk around with his kind of like his... (laughs) And he used to be like telling people like, you cost him your money, and I don't seem sure what that meant because I still don't remember receiving my checks uh, for setup. Um, I'm not sure actually much he did himself, but he always made sure he looked busy. Um, and as I said, really a really good foreman. Um, on a serious note, though, um, the, the people who aren't involved directly with the Lightning program, I'm um, not sure could really uh, comprehend how much care Anthony had for the players um, that first he played with, and then obviously involved in the pastoral side um, throughout his time um, with the Lightning. <coughs> An example, early in my career, um, you know, I was going through some issues, as most, you know, 21, 22-year-olds do, um, and Anthony asked me for lunch. We, we caught up for lunch in West Perth, and I was kind of half expecting him to kind of give me a bit of a lecture, maybe, in terms of some of the stuff that was going on, but the first thing he asked me was, um, how are you? Are you okay? And the whole conversation was more was more around, um, yeah, me as a person, making sure I was, um, yeah, I, I was going well. And, and that was sort of, to me, how he led throughout his time in the Lightning Program and his impact on the group. I know when everyone's here had the chance to listen to him preach on a Sunday. And as, as Mike said, not only could he um, relate to people of all ages, but he also could relate to people of all, um, uh, at all parts of their different journeys and of their spiritual um, lives. So There's people who maybe are non-believers, but are open people who aren't open people to, to mature Christians. He could really relate to, to all spectrums. Um, and I guess through that, th- there's a smaller group who've had the privilege of of having his impact on their life, and that's the NBL One squad. So once a week, we catch up for, for team time. Um, so yeah, before trainings on a Thursday night. And Anthony's always always had a way of tailoring his approach and message to the group um, to, to really have an impact in different ways. So you can see there uh, the photo, I think that may have been one of his last team times there with the group. Um, really special memories there, um, no doubt for all those individuals, but also, yeah, I know for myself throughout the years. Um, from a personal perspective, whilst um, I've been part of the liner community for around, for almost 20 years, um, Emma and I have only been sort of coming to the church in, well, over probably the last four or five years, um, which firstly uh, led to... Myself being baptized by Anthony on on court one out here, um, and then Anthony a little bit later and then Emma a little bit later there we go looks like he's that 's a little bit easier than the first one was for trying to pull me out of the water, um, obviously both significant uh, moments in our life. Anthony also spoke at um, Emma and my wedding uh, many years ago. Um, our relationships evolved over the years. Um, and um, our families um, have enjoyed many meals together, many milestones together, and a few family holidays as well. Next photo. That's uh, just a photo there. I don't know what's going on there. Um, the relationships go beyond just myself and um, and Anthony and also Emma and Siobhan. I know they've grown a really strong friendship. Um, but also our kids have become really, really good friends. I'm um, not just us and the Palmyries, but obviously other, other firms. a couple of couple of holidays um trips great photos um so I thought I'd fit out I know Mike went through a few facts my facts are probably a little bit different um but I thought just a few maybe things that you weren't necessarily aware of about Anthony so and I did warn Anthony as well I said most of my leaving presentations end up being a bit of a roast so he's aware <laughs> and Siobhan you, you may need to correct some of my facts as well maybe um so i know you corrected mike with one of his facts you may need to correct me as well but we'll see how we go um i guess it goes without saying that anthony loves his family obviously jenna mj and josiah Um, but also uh siobhan his wife and next photo please and rocky um (laughs) apologies that was the only because i'm on social media that was the only photo i had that had you both in it as well so obviously he loves his family um he is, next photo please, he is an official um, basketball legend, I think that's what, basketball legends, although from the, uh, the look on Darren McDonald's face, I'm not sure that he's overly convinced that, uh, <laughs> that Anthony should be in that photo, and also, going back to the start of my speech, that's the wig that I was referring to. Um, he was the number one player for the Lightning, which he recently reminded about in a text that he sent me. Just circling. Next photo, please. The circling. The player numbers that we are. So he just circled the fact that he's player number one. Um, he is very proud of his Italian heritage. Next photo. <laughs> so that's him uh, preparing for one of our end of season, end of season lawn, NBL one lawn bowl events. I'm not sure how many, how many times have you actually been to Italy? Never. <laughs> yeah. Right. I thought so, but I, yeah. Yeah, I understand. That is a Photoshop, by the way, just to clarify, in case, you are, in case you're underwear. I don't actually think it's lawn balls. Know, is that botchy? Anyway, um, he doesn't like sharing food. Um, I remember a few years ago we went to... This was pre, pre the vegan um, stage. I don't know that stage. Um, and we went to Little Creatures and everyone ordered some food to share, you know, pizza or, you know, meatballs, chips, whatever, satay sticks... Anthony ordered the lamb ribs, and I was like, "You beauty, I wouldn't mind one or two of those lamb ribs." And they turned up, and Anthony was like, "No, no, these, this is my plate. You're all on your own." Um, so I'm not saying that the vegan diet wasn't health-related. I, I obviously, I know you did a lot of research into it, um, but I think that in the increasing trend towards share foods at restaurants, he felt that a safe way that no one wanted any of his food um, was to go with the vegan option. So next, that's him, Anthony, there, and just. They are flowers on top of his meal as well. As in case you're unaware, next photo, yeah, pretty, pretty meal. Um, there is another more recent story about a visit to a fried chicken restaurant in the city after a Wildcats game with Josiah and James. I'll leave that one for another day. Um, some of you may have noticed Anthony's recent obsessions with um, with uh, shoes. We'll go to the next. There's some of the some of the shoes that his photos he sent me. Um, I've no idea where he got that from, um, but he has actually, sorry, I actually noticed Jerry Coleman and I actually matched him with our shoes today, so, um, but he actually has been on the forefront of fashion and somewhat of a trendsetter, so next, <laughs> now, now I know, I know some of you are saying, well this trend, ha- trend hasn't really set on, but for those who watch Telethon, like, was it last, last weekend? With the uh, the granddad who met the prime minister, in um, his man Kenny, so I think Anthony is just a man ahead of his time. Uh, sorry, that that's bad. I think, I think the lady in the back there is like, what is what is this guy doing? Um, he doesn't necessarily know his back from his front. This is this one's not really that funny, but uh, next next photo, there's Anthony there standing in the wrong direction. Although I think I just I think I just heard someone yell, "That's his best side." Um, as some of you probably do know That Anthony is a bit of a safety first kind of guy Always inspecting a situation Making sure he's minimising the risk of injury um, Even to the point where Next photo where he's wearing a floaty 100 metres from the water in case he doesn't sink <laughs> But he, did, he definitely didn't dump off the jetty though um, A couple of weeks ago Anthony mentioned I've only had a couple left A couple of weeks ago Anthony At church Anthony mentioned the walks that we did down in Boston now this wasn't on our morning walk. He didn't walk around doing our you know five or six k walk wearing floaties. But what he didn't, didn't mention was one morning we tried to go out to the end of the um, Boston Jetty. However, the 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 Jetty was closed. Next photo. Um, now Anthony's generally good at not showing his frustration with situations. However, in this situation, um, next photo, he didn't really um, hide his he didn't really hide his frustration well. <laughs> um, Maybe his son's just in his eyes, I'm not sure. Um, he also didn't mention the discussions we had whilst waiting for a highly complicated coffee order of oat cap, skinny flat white, soy cap and chai latte, um, including potential business opportunities, including our first chapter's book idea, which again is a story for another day. Um, as, you, as you're probably aware, Anthony is, uh, Anthony is a big kid. Next photo. Um, so there's Anthony there. I'm pretty sure that's vegan chocolate that he's eating at the chocolate factory down south. Um, the next photo, um, I'm not sure really what to say about. There he is with what else? What else do you do with your unfinished chocolate containers? Um, the last one, Anthony. Well, Anthony likes um, hanging out with creatures that are his, that are similar size to himself. Next photo, um, and sometimes he, he c- combines being a gig, big kid with hanging around with those those kind of animals of that size. Next photo. <laughs> there is actually video I've got of this, but I thought, yeah, I thought it may not work, but... Yeah, thanks for everything. Um, and yeah, all the best in your next chapter.
0: Thanks. Uh, if anyone needs counselling after that photo, you can email Anthony at Lakeside, and we'll get back to you. Um, It's now time for Anthony to come up. And before he does, uh, this is his last time sharing with us. Uh, So i just ask you you make him feel very welcome. Thanks, mate. Um, We're going to hand it over to him, uh, and he's going to share with us one last time.
4: Wow. If I wasn't leaving, I probably would have got sacked after those photos. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for all three, Mike, Anita, and jared uh, for sharing uh some really 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 good to hear those stories and just thank you for your. i don't know if mike would be good at hospital chaplaincy but um (laughs) he's been a a huge support for me so i'm gonna let me pray father thank you today uh is a beautiful day thank you that uh we gather and uh the the thing that brings us together is not anthony and javon it's it's you lord um, and what you've done through this place, and we'll continue to do through this place, Lord. Just pray right now as uh, I share some thoughts, uh, you'd be uh, working amongst it. In your name we pray. Amen. Jared showed a few pictures, um, and I, I just want to show you one picture uh, of me, just so you know that um, I was a pretty good player. okay? And now Jared also did a little zoom in, and I also will do a zoom in if you just want to look. look at that. That is sensational, and that 's our baby oil. so there is a little little cashew there. Um, no, next slide, I want to talk uh, about uh, I just want to leave you some things to remember and it 's not going to be very long, uh, but just some quick little snapshots that i 'd encourage you to remember that that i 've learned or, or tried to uh, make a focus for lakeside, uh, not just over the twelve years of senior pastor, but since uh, we, I we, we started working here. You know, every, uh, every weekend, and, and probably now every afternoon, uh, kids all around Australia, they gather uh, at basketball stadiums, netball courts, football ovals, uh, different sporting events. Sport is an incredible thing that brings people together. And uh, a large population of Australia, uh, something like 60% of Australians participate in sport every weekend. About 80% of Australians watch sport uh, we're still one of the most obese nations in the world. I don't know how that works. But but the, the thing is, sport is where Australians connect and gather. And if you want to connect with people or if you want to be where people are, sport is a way that you do that. And my story, as Mike touched on, is that exact story, that through sport, through a love of sport, uh, and then just playing sport, basketball, Baptist basketball, um, I hear about this uh, this incredible individual, uh, Jesus who died, who lived an incredible life and then died on a cross and rose and, and, and I wrestle with that over a period of uh, a couple of years and come to the point where I say yes to Jesus and become a Christian. That's my story and really the overarching uh, focus of why we exist is that and I think it's an incredible testimony and not because it's my testimony but because it's God is that the very first time I did walk through these doors I was not a Christian and that, the fact that I can stand up here 25 years on, having worked here and having been the senior pastor, what, that's just incredible. That God uses anyone and everyone, that if we open and say yes to him, who knows where he'll take us. But, but what an incredible story. And I'm, I'm deeply, deeply thankful. And uh, it's been a privilege to hold that position. So I want to just quickly uh, race through... Uh, some things to remember as I leave, as we leave uh, Lakeside. And it's called an, uh, what's a, an acrostic. I'm using the word acrostic. And some of you are freaking out because there's uh, eight letters. I'm um, thinking, wow, we know Anthony can go along with three points. How long is he going to go with eight letters? But we're going to move fairly quick. So these are the things I want you to remember. The first one, L, is to love God and love others. Very, very, this is what it means. If we strip everything back of Christianity or religion and Jesus has actually asked this question, what is the greatest commandment? Look at this verse up here on the screen. Uh, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. So the first one is to love God. And actually, as you love God and, and understand God more, you'll be able to do the other one. Uh, and he says, this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. If we if we didn't do anything else, if we didn't do anything else, uh, come to church or any more other religious stuff and just focused on that, that would be enough. To love God and to love others. The more we know about God, the more we learn about God, the more we love God. Actually, that's going to overflow, and we will love others. So the first point is this: first thing to remember, love God and love others. We've tried to do it. We continually try to do it. We don't always get it right, Um, but that's that's one thing: love God, love others. The second thing is the A, and that is alignment is key. Alignment is key. And what am I talking about here? I'm talking about Lakeside as, uh, as a ministry. So if you're looking at uh, Lakeside, there's kind of three big key areas, the church, the rec centre, and the lightning. I want us to, uh, you to remember that actually, even though there's three kind of distinct communities, uh, they need to be aligned and they need to look more like this image, that there's a crossover, there's a connecting, there's a sameness of who Lakeside is, not to separate not to be church, rec centre and Lightning, but to actually... There are some aspects that are unique for that area. But overall, we are one organisation. You are one ministry. And this is something that we've endeavoured to, to live, Siobhan and I, but also to lead into that. Why do we do that? Because what's the point of having a rec centre and the Lightning? What's the point of having that if there isn't that? We want to be one organisation. You want to be. Things to remember, please, please remember that alignment is key. There's a great story uh, in the Old Testament where, where David uh, is, is a, uh, the story where he goes and fights Goliath. If you remember that story, Saul is the king and the Philistines are a big army. They bring out this, this big guy named Goliath and they say, you bring out your best warrior. He is huge. He's built like a Coke machine, uh, 10 foot tall. Who's going to fight him? Now, Saul, really, he's the king. He probably should go out there and fight him. He doesn't want to. He's too scared. But David, the little shepherd boy, puts his hands up and says, I will fight him because God, God is with me. God is with us. And we, how dare this Philistine uh, insult us? Now, the story goes that he meets with Saul and Saul says, hey, why don't you wear my armor? Now, David is a, little, is a young shepherd boy. I don't know how old he is, but he's obviously not a fully grown man. And Saul gives him his armor. And so he starts to put on his armor, his sword, and I don't know what kind of armor it was, but it weighed him down. It wasn't the right size. Uh, it was completely different. And if you know the story, David's like, this doesn't feel right. This is uncomfortable. This is not me. And he throws it off and says, I will fight God the way God has called me to fight God. And what does he get? gets his sling and a few stones and that's how he fights the Philistine. Now the, 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 there's a, that's just a story but I kind of relate that to Lakeside and actually churches all around Perth and we, we all have uh, uh, areas to steward or, or way to, ways to fight the fight. We're not meant to look like Riverview. We're not meant to look like Kingdom City or Mount Pleasant. We don't wear that armour. And for Lakeside, we are uniquely different, or you are, I keep saying we, you are uniquely different in that you, God has given you this Rexena, uh, this lightning ministry uh, to do ministry in. This is the armour that you've been called to wear. It's not right, wrong, it's just different. We cheer on other churches, but this is who you are. And so make sure you walk in that. Be aligned in, in, in it all. Church, rec center, and lining. Do not divide it, but stay aligned. And the other thing is, I would say don't, uh, this sounds quite strong, but don't kid yourself to think that we can compete with other rec centers without God. There's a there's $100 million rec centre in the city of... They have all this funding, all this support. The only reason we've survived 30 years isn't because of any individual or, or Anthony's preaching or Mike's leadership or... or yes, we're all... We, we bring our intelligence and we bring our service. We do those things. But the only reason why we've survived and been open for 30 years is because of God. 100% we need to remember... The reason that we've been a successful rec centre and lightning and all that kind of stuff is because of the fact that God is there. God is with us. He's kept the doors open. There's been many a times those doors should have actually been closed and a for sale sign put on the front. But why, not, why hasn't it? It's because it's God's ministry. It's God's rec centre. It's God's basketball team. It's God's programs. It's God's church. And so please, 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 alignment is key. Love God, love others. Alignment is key. Uh, and, And the thing I would say is that's what makes us uniquely different than all those other facilities. It's not a disadvantage. It's actually an advantage. People will say all the time, there's something different about that place. There's something different about this place. There's something different about why. That's God. That's the spirit of God. That's the spirit of God here, but also in us as Christians. So that's an advantage, not a disadvantage. Love God, love us. Alignment is key. The third one there is K. Uh, Keep the main thing, the main thing. What is the main thing? Well, the main thing is Jesus. In fact, when I saw that cross off to the side, I know it was to do with the decorations, but I just, I don't like it there. It needs to be up here. Jesus is the main thing. We keep Jesus central to who we are individually in your own life, but to us as as, as a church, as a ministry, as as a, a rec center. Jesus is the main thing. Knowing Jesus, growing in our relationship with Jesus, that we would become, that you would become more Christ like. That's the aim, that's the goal, that's the main thing. That you would tell people, that we would tell people about Jesus. That is the main thing. It's not about winning games. It's not about constitutions and bylaws and and surplus and all those things are important and all those things are good. But the main thing is Jesus, growing in our understanding of Jesus, other people knowing Jesus, other people saying yes to Jesus. Look at uh, Philippians 3. These are the words of the Apostle Paul. And he writes, I once thought these things were valuable. If, If you look at the context, he's talked about all the things that he's achieved in his life and he says, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared uh, with the infinite value of knowing Christ, Jesus, my Lord. He's saying everything else has got no value. The only thing is Jesus. For, for his sake, I've discarded every, everything else, counting it all garbage so that I could gain Christ. People need to know Jesus. That is the main thing. That's the reason we exist. That's the reason we open the doors. Keep the main thing the main thing. You would have seen me show this image if you've been here for the 25 years, a good, good number. Hands up if you've seen that image. I've shown it. I'm just, this is the last time. You're getting it. This is, this is a, I love this image. This is in Melbourne. It's a photo taken, I think, from Federation Square and um, St Peter's Anglican Church there in Melbourne. Um, it was a St Paul's. Peter, Paul. What's the difference? He robbed from Peter and gave it to Paul. Um, St. Paul's uh, Anglican Church, and they're watching a soccer game. 2006, Australia versus uh, Croatia, I think it was. Uh, Italy won that World Cup, by the way, um, which I've never been to Italy, but apparently I'm still Italian. Um, but what I love about this church, uh, this this photo, is everyone there. They're watching this game on the big screens, and what do they have their back to? They have the back to that church. They have their back to what they, they, uh, now in the photo they're watching the game, but I think this was a great snapshot of Australian culture, that that most people have turned their back on the institutional organised church, institutional religion, they've turned their back on it. And and, and we're foolish to think that people are just going to walk into the doors of that open building. Now God sometimes does that. But actually the Jesus that we follow didn't do that. He was incarnational. He came down to us as one of us. He moved into our neighborhood. Now, if Jesus was there, he wouldn't be in that building waiting. He'd be walking and cheering on Italy, watching the soccer, uh, walking amongst the people, wouldn't he? That's, That's what it means to be incarnational. We need to keep the main thing, the main thing. What is the main thing? Jesus. Love God, love others. Alignment is key. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Then the E, everyone who walks through the doors matters. Or the doors matters. I don't know if it should be plural, but anyway. Anyone who comes from those, through those doors matter. I really want you to remember this. Because you don't know what that person is going through. You don't know what type of week they've had. You don't know what type of day they've had. And you don't know that in, in 18 years' time, they may be standing up here sharing how they were baptised and their, their husband were baptised. Uh, you, you don't know that in 15, 20 years or whatever Jared's been, that they might be standing here showing stupid photos of the senior pastor, then also photos of him being baptised and his wife being baptised. Every person, I believe this to the core of who I am, that God brings people through those doors intentionally. Everyone who comes here has come for a purpose. They don't even know. But I believe God brings them. Remember that when you're connecting, even on a Sunday, uh, people who come from the doors, if you're here during the week, the people that God is actually bringing them for a purpose and a reason. Now, you may not even know why you're here, and that's okay. But I tell you, God has got you here for a reason and a purpose. Please remember that everyone who comes, anyone, no matter what they look like, no matter where they're from, their race, how, how much money they may have, or if they're the littlest kid to the oldest person, they're here for a reason. Every one of them matters, um, no matter what. The S stands for spirit-led. Rely on the Spirit's leading. Now look at these verses here. Galatians 5 says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Second Corinthians, for we walk by faith. Similar things. The Spirit leads us, but we walk by faith, not by sight. Romans 8.14 says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. That we are, when, the, when we become Christians, the Spirit takes up residence inside of us, lives inside of us. And as we pray, as we study and read the Word of God, we are expected to be led by the Spirit to walk in that the fruit of the Spirit is a demonstration of wherever we are. As we manifest the fruit and love and peace and patience, then, then, then that's a demonstration that we're walking in the Spirit. Lakeside needs to be a Spirit-led church. Remember that. We are a Spirit-led church. We want to make our decisions being led by the Spirit. Our interactions being led by the Spirit. Prayer. Continue to pray. Pray for the leaders, for the ministries, for the opportunity, all that kind of stuff. Love God, love others, alignment is key. Keep the main thing the main thing. Everyone who walks through the doors matter, spirit-led. The I is invest into the community for the community. What do I mean by that? Yes, we want to keep the main thing the main thing, that is, that we want to see people say yes to Jesus, but we want to invest in the community just for the sake of the community. This is a really interesting verse here. Look at this, Jeremiah 29, uh, verse uh, 7. This, this is the prophet Jeremiah, and he's talking to, obviously, the people of Israel. And why, why is it, it it's so interesting and quite weird? The original listeners would have found this quite weird, I think, because they're about to be enslaved and taken to Babylon by a foreign nation. They're being taken out of their own land and being enslaved. And the Jeremiah the prophet says this to them, also seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Really? You want me to show peace and, and, and bring prosperity to this city that says, that, yeah, pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. And I, I think that as Christians, and I know this is an Old Testament verse, but as Christmen, Christians we are to bring peace and prosperity To our communities. Now, prosperity, not just as in financial, but that that we make our community a better place. That we invest in our community, and this facility, this ministry, makes our community a better place, and that's good for the kingdom of God. Kids come here, they're not on the streets. Kids come here, there's, there's physical fitness, there's mental health, there's, there's life skills, developing life skills as you work in a team, and, and there's discipline and, and, and perseverance to become better at things. There's belonging as you do community and volunteer and all that kind of stuff. That is good, and that is biblical. So invest in the community for the community. The D stands for dunks are only worth two points, shoot three-pointers. I struggled to think of. No, no, the D stands for uh, disciple making takes time and consistency. <laughs> disciple making. There's no quick uh, fix or quick uh, program to, to make disciples. Jesus says, go and make disciples in all the world, baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But that takes time. And the only way you can do that is by investing in relationships. Again, another example of the, the, the people we have 10, 15 years, it's about investing and journeying with people. Now, there's a risk to that. You, 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 you have to give up your time, your resources. There's an incredible blessing to that as well because then you also get sharpened and changed in that process. But don't think, please, please remember, that disciple-making takes time and consistency just chipping away, spending time with people, talking, encouraging, supporting, practical needs, praying, Bible studies, doing all that kind of stuff time and time again. And the last one, I suppose this is my one that I really want you guys to remember, is explore and expand. And what do I mean by explore? Explore explore means to go out and look. Obviously, and expand means to... Don't, don't be uh, comfortable with the status quo. Build new courts. Build shooting alleys. Start new churches. Invest in new programs. Now, it's, it's in the in light of everything else, but don't, don't just sit here now and say everything's comfortable, the Palmarias are leaving, finally we got rid of... No, explore and expand there's communities uh, this, this building is overflowing during the week, can't fit teams in we need to explore and expand don't, don't just sit comfortable Siobhan and I, our prayer and we would have loved to have achieved it in our time that there would be more courts or there would be something else and again there was that kind of vision that we believe God laid on our heart to, to reproduce this, these kind of ministries in other cities, in Armidale and Midland who's to say that God still can't do that And still won't do that. My thing to you and my encouragement would be that please explore. Be open to it. It's not Anthony's vision. It's not Siobhan's vision. But but if God calls you to do it, do it. Explore and expand. Um, So there it is. Lakeside. Um, Just some things to remember. It's not overly spiritual or or profound. But I I did want to end by sharing that. I want to ask Siobhan and and the, the kids to come up now. Make them feel welcome. <clears throat> um, we want to share some stuff. Come here. Pretend we love each other. There we go. A little bit closer. Uh, they're good kids, aren't they? I, yeah. Give them a clap. I just want to... This is a perfect example of, of prayer working. I pray every day that my children will be taller than me. <laughs> and they're almost there, aren't they? Uh, so there, that's the one reason why you should pray. So we want to share um, some thanks and some uh, things as, as, a, as a couple, as a family. Um, and, and then we'll hand it over back to the, the Bradham. And what we've done is we've, we, we sometimes do this at team time, but we also do this. We've done this a few times as a family Uh, The three areas uh, that we want to speak into are our our heroes, hard times and highlights. So we want to start with our heroes, so we can go back to heroes. And heroes are people that we really want to thank. Now, we want to thank all of you because all of you have uh, impacted our lives. uh, These are the kind of people that we really want to say a special thank you to uh, as heroes in our uh, life journey and our ministry journey. Um, The first uh, is Mike Smith and um, Kevin Black. I don't know where Kevin is. There he is. Um, I want to thank both of you, Mike and Kev. Uh, You guys have been incredible encouragers. Uh, Your prayerful uh, wisdom, um, ongoing support, uh, always uh, willingness to listen, and and, uh, yeah, just your encouragement over the last... I think, most, I think it's been the whole time I've been senior pastor. Um, I respect both of you uh, as godly men, and I really want to thank you. And Siobhan and I really want to thank you uh, both. Uh, we love you, um, we're going to miss you. I've always felt uh, having Kev and Mike as elders were, was absolutely perfect. Kev is a little bit more in touch with his feelings. Um, And a a little bit more people. And and Mike was the other side, and it was a beautiful balance. Uh, A beautiful balance. And always know that Mike, if Mike said he was praying, he was praying. Lots of people say they are going to pray for you, but do they? Mike's going to pray. Kev's going to pray. So I want to thank both of you. Uh, Kev, Mike, uh, Siobhan, I don't know if you've got something for Mike.
5: Oh, um... You know, you heard a little bit of how Mike communicates um, and with truth. Um, and over the, the last 12 years, but even longer, Mike, you've actually shown so much love to us. And there is a really gentle side to Mike. Um, he... I've got some... I did bring your um, hankies back to give you, but I've had to use them and so you can't have them back now. Um, but, you know, Mike would say to us, um, are your knees bleeding? And um, that would be to him saying, I, Have you prayed that hard that you've been on your knees praying that you've got blood on your knees? So, Mike, you know, you didn't, would, would never let us off the hook with, um, Yeah, that's terrible, or um, have any way of not bringing it back to that it's God who we serve. It's not, you know, we serve people, but it's God who we serve. And it's God who we look to, and um, He's going to give us the answers. So um, I've found you loving and kind, and soft and gentle as well. And I even when people don't think you are. (laughs) So thank you for that. Um, And Kev, you and Shelly, we've holidayed with you guys. We've grown up with you guys um, because we feel like we were just babies when we got here. (laughs) So thank you.
4: You were supposed to give that handkerchief back. I
5: did bring two. But we've okay. handed him out, and
4: we all will owe you a handkerchief, Mike. Um, another person we want to thank as a hero is uh, Lynn Miller. I don't know if Lynn's here, but Lynn um, has faithfully prayed uh, for Siobhan and I and our family. And I know there's other people, but uh, every day, and we really thank you. We feel that prayer support. You'd send us text messages uh, and. You do not realise how crucial and valuable your ministry has been for us, so thank you so much. Um, Dave, uh, why am I crying? Can I have that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, David Robinson Jamison, they're, they're not here, but um, I do want to still thank them, uh, especially Robin. Uh, She uh, was on staff, um, church admin and and seniors, and was, again, just been an incredible support, a listening ear. Um, Sarah Parks, where is Sarah? She's probably somewhere in the kitchen. But we did thank her a a couple of weeks ago. But, again, I really want to thank Sarah for her support uh, for us as a family, but also our our ministry. Uh, Ross and Janine Daniels, I don't know. I think Janine's here and... and, um, yeah, I can't see my eyes. Where is Janine? Oh, there you are. Gee, you've done your hair. It looks good. Um, <laughs> Ross is not here because he's had ankle surgery. Thank you again. You guys have been such an encouragement for us. Uh, your friendship, um, your listening ear, um, we really appreciate. And um, checking up on my kids to see how many demerits they have at school, uh, they appreciate that as well. Um, <laughs> But we really do appreciate your friendship and your support of, of, of our ministry. I don't know if you want to add it to Janine or...
5: I'm just, I'm just struggling at the moment. <laughs> okay, that's good. You know Janine.
4: Uh, Julian and Nola Anderson. Nola's not here, um, but ju- you both of you have been incredibly uh, generous uh, in, in so many ways for Siobhan and I. Um, I wish Nola was here as well because Nola, um, she was a church administrator and... Again, so much encouragement, but also uh, she would constantly send uh, me text messages with a, a word from God or a Bible verse, and again, it would always just be spot on, and so we really want to thank you for your support uh, of us as a
5: family and, and ministry. Sorry? Um, I just wanted to say um, just the love and care that we've got from you as a family, um, and times where you've said you guys need to go away for a holiday, you just need to go, and um, you know you've you've been spot on, and you've just looked after us and looked out for us, and we it's really um, it's really helped us along. So I just and Nola and you know going to fresh uh, to fresh to um, Sydney with Nola um, just had kept my you know kept my spirit in. Um, her praying for me and being there and available with uh, you know a group of us that would go to Sydney every year. Um, I look forward to that all the time as well.
4: Uh, the last one, and again, uh, there's lots of you, but I really want to thank um... I want to thank um, Arthur and Jane. Where's Jane? Arthur was an incredible, incredible man who was just such an incredible mentor. He believed in me, but he believed in us. He allowed us and empowered us to lead. And I, I don't know if we would have started pastoral ministry if it wasn't for Arthur. And so I want to thank you as well, Jane. You've been incredibly supportive and encouraged. Um, the last few years, I, there's been times where I, I've said, I wish I could ring Arthur. Just to find out, get some advice. So I just want to thank you. Um, yeah.
5: OK, this one was important to me to get out, so I'm going to... Have a little wipe here. I always joke that I was um, tricked into being a pastor's wife because um, when I met Anthony. He was just a basketballer and we just did ministry, you know, like it was Small
4: but better than his height.
5: Way bigger than his height. Um, and he was awesome and like just the fun of watching him play. I used to stand there with Jerry Coleman and she'd go, dunk it, Mike, dunk it. And I'd be, shit it, everybody, shit it <laughs> or Tunyo! you know, so I could, you know, that was just fun. It was fun doing ministry in this place. Um friendships, basketball, Jesus, what else can you have? Do you know? So we got married, how fun, get married on court one. And then he start. he became pastor. And it was like, what? How is this, you know, it's different, you know, we're just doing ministry, but now it's, you know, he's actually going to be a pastor. And um, as, as the time went on, the fear got higher of being a pastor's wife. Uh, you know, how am I going to le- uh, reach, you know, you know, to be a good pastor's wife. You know, in my head I had them with the doilies around their neck and they always didn't say nothing and, unfortunately, that's not me. And so... um, I You do look
4: good in a doily, though. (laughs)
5: Um, Jane... um, Jane was so patient and kind to me and um, would help me see that... ..God made pastor's wives in different packages... And I, I, looked up to Jane, even though she's tiny. Um, of just the strength that she has, and how she supported Arthur, and um, what a great dynamic team they were. Um, and as we got closer, um, just the support and to know how much Arthur and Jane were a team, and that really um, went across to us. And Jane would always say, Siobhan, God made you how you are. You don't have to be someone else. He doesn't make mistakes." <laughs> he, uh, he knows he knows that you talk he knows that you are going to talk to everybody and he knows and he made you that way so um, Jane thank you for encouraging me and for being patient with me for praying for me and for loving us and uh, yeah we could go on forever about them yeah we could, we could.
4: yeah give them a clap <laughs> um uh, and, and the staff team uh, over the years, I want to thank all of them. And there's Braden and Peter and Sarah now and, and, and the Rec Center team. And, and for over the years, it's just been an absolute joy to work with all the, the staff team. Um, hard times. I'll quickly just go through some hard times. 2020, and Mike's touched on that, COVID was challenging, but it was challenging for everyone, um, the other thing in, in regards to that, I think the hardest thing is leadership uh, requires you to make decisions. And that um, that can be hard because, like Mike said, you've got to choose your pain in some ways. And and sometimes when you make decisions, not everyone likes them and, and friendships and relationships. and um, Yeah, and so that's been hard. It's been hard as you wrestle with making good decisions and, and decisions you believe God is calling you to make. But still, there's, there's human consequences or people uh, consequences. Uh, investing in people and uh, developing friendships and then seeing them move on is always hard. And, um, and, and just the general... general that's dirty. <laughs> the general weight of leadership. There's just a general... And, and again, this isn't, uh, I, this isn't to make... Oh, poor Anthony and Siobhan. Um, I, I just want you to know that there is a spiritual battle. That there is a spiritual battle that goes on, and and there is a burden to carry um, when you're in this in in this type of ministry and position. I wouldn't change it, but it, it is a burden. Uh, highlights. Uh, there's been lots of highlights. Building program which Mike touched on. Uh, seeing indivi- uh, friends and individuals become Christians. Um, Lakesides. Uh, I remember when Jenna was first born. Uh, we. Um, we're at Murdoch. I stayed there the whole week. By the way, <laughs> I had my own bed, and I didn't want to leave. Fox Tower food—it was awesome. And uh, we—I kid you not—we had like there was like concierge um, trolleys. We had two trolleys full of gifts from people in the Lakeside Community Church. Rex, we were embarrassed.
5: We'd uh, already taken some home before that as well. <laughs>
4: The, the nurses thought we had, like, quadruplets or whatever because it was so... Is that one? What are that? Quadruplets? Yeah, and it was just... So being a part of the, this community, uh, uh, raising our children inside the Lakeside community, the church and the broader community has been an incredible highlight. Uh, running Team Times, which Jared and Siobhan, uh, both of us, have been involved in that. has been a, such a joy. Uh, leadership and staff retreats. Getting married on Court One was average. Um, LAUGHTER I had to wait 50 minutes for Siobhan, by the way. Sweating and piano. It was, no, it was a good wedding. It
5: was the first weekend that the air conditioning yes. was put in. Um, was that Sunday, the 1997 gym was probably here till midnight the night before, making sure it was here. Uh,
4: family camps, Journey to Bethlehem. Remember Journey to Bethlehem? Weren't, weren't that, was that great? Love Speaks, dinners, Christmas hampers, basketball camps. It just goes on. Wobble camps, seeing God carry us through through all seasons. Um, the privilege of being able to stand up here uh, on most Sundays and preach. Thank you for listening. Uh, and yeah, it's a it's a huge privilege, and I don't I didn't take that lightly. Uh, but most of all, it's been the relationships and the friendships is the biggest highlights. Um, so we're we're at the end. Thank God for that. Most of you are saying, um, come in a little bit, guys. I. I don't know if you've ever sold a house. Did you want to say one more thing?
5: No, I said Dad just wants to oh. be with
4: him. Um, if you've sold a house, um, we sold our house recently, or oh, actually last year, and you sell it and it's great. You hand over the keys and um, you know when you drive past it and you're like, someone's in my bedroom. Someone's sitting on my toilet. You know, like someone's in my lounge. That's my lounge room. Um Do you know that feeling? This is not the... Don't overstretch this analogy. But that's how we feel a bit today. Like, this has been our house, We love it. We love every room of it. And today, uh, we're handing back the keys, Connor. And uh, it's not a bad thing. We're not going to drive past and say someone's in my room. But (laughs) it's just how we feel. We absolutely love this place. I... um, Look forward to coming to work every single day. Every single day I look forward to coming to work. And um, it's been 25 years. This has been our home. It's no longer our home. Um, Again, we hand back the keys to you. Thank you deeply from the bottom of our heart. Thank you for trusting us with the keys to the house. Thank you very much.
1: uh,
0: Just want you guys to, to soak that in that everyone here really appreciates what you guys have done. Uh, and, and part of us saying thank you is is we wanna, um, I just want to get um, Ollie and Anita to come up um, we 've just got some some gifts and ollie 's got some words to share as well um, so yeah we, we want to thank you um, and ollie 's going to lead us in that time
6: Thank you Braden, and thank you Anthony and Siobhan. and um, look it 's a real privilege to get up here and speak on behalf of the management team and the church to thank you um, your entire family and, and the service and sacrifice um, that you guys have made to Lakeside. Um, it has been service, and it has been sacrifice. Um, I know full well, and, and not to the extent that you guys would know and have lived the, the real hardship that it is to, to be in leadership. Um, I think those who have been in churches long enough know the toll of what it is on pastors, but this is a big organisation. There's a big church, there's a rec centre, there's a lightning, and, and it's really, really tough, and they've, and they've done it faithfully. They've served well. You know, there's never been ever a question of of Anthony's work ethic. He works very hard and he's given his whole um, being to this, as has Siobhan and and the family. Um, I just wanted to to steal um, Anthony's acrostic, uh, just to quickly talk about them, because I know he was talking about Lakeside and what Lakeside is, but so much of what Lakeside is today is Anthony and Siobhan. And so the first one is love God and love others, and this is the teacher in me. He wanted us to remember this. So if we re- revise it, you know, it's got a greater chance of going into your long-term memory. So love God and love others. There's just no question about Anthony and Siobhan's love for God. Um, it's what makes them who they are. Uh, I was lucky enough to be on the eldership with Anthony for a while there, and it, his love for God and his, his desire to be in the Word and just leaning on that is absolutely incredible. We talk about the hard decisions. Mike's talked about them, the pain and the pain. But at the end of the day, I think... In all the decisions he's made it is not to hurt anyone it's always to love others and, and love others the best that he can and make the best decisions for lakeside when you talk about alignment i think these two just align so well with what lakeside is they're invested in the church you hear jared talking about how invested they were in the lightning and they were coaching domestic teams very early on they were invested in the rec center and so forth keep the main thing the main thing you talk about Anthony being protective of this, this pulpit. If someone got up here and talked a message and forgot to really make it about Jesus, he would go and have that tough conversation and say, there's not enough Jesus. When we have to make decisions, it's always about what is, you know, how does this point us towards Jesus. Everyone who walks through the doors matters. I walk through these doors. You know, it, it's because of a, a message that Anthony preached at a camp that I went to that I now have a personal relationship and I know full well that I mattered to him and I mattered to their family. And so that's special for me, and I think it's special for everyone else here because everyone who walked through these doors has walked through these doors to come thank you, Anthony and Siobhan, and we know that um, that they matter to you. Spirit-led, Mike might have said, you know, your knee's bleeding, and I think your knees were bleeding very often um, as you let the spirit lead you. Invest into the community for the community. I was also thinking of Journey to Bethlehem. I remember standing at the front as a centurion with Anthony. <laughs> he'd make this joke that now only dawns on There's me... There's not wa- too
4: many Asian centurions.
6: No, there was not many. These were the jokes that he would make while we were standing there. I was quite young at the time. And he'd always say to the people walking through, watch out for the five-legged donkey. It's only now that I realise what the fifth leg is. Um,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say that. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, maybe that was some other centurion.
6: Yeah. Um, and there was also the... Uh, the back of the Ute for the Christmas, we'd we drive around Bibra Lake and North Lake and all these areas singing Christmas carols and probably I don't know how that's actually legal that we were driving on the back of a Ute, but um, we we're investing in the community. We've done hampers, we've done all those sorts of things, and it's all thanks to your leadership. Disciple making times, disciple making takes time and consistency. 25 years, mm-hmm. 25 years of time, 25 years of consistent ministry. I think this embodies. Your family, it embodies Siobhan, it embodies Anthony. You've invested a lot of time and you've done it consistently. And the last one, you talked about lakeside exploring and expanding. Well, it's time for Anthony and Siobhan and your family to explore mm. and expand this ministry. Thank you. It's not the end of your ministry today. It's an expansion of your ministry. There are so many other places that are going to benefit from your ministry and we just hope that you go out and you expand and you explore your ministry Um, And that is our prayer for you. Thank you. So, on behalf of the manager team and the church, um, I'd just like to give you these gifts. Just to quickly go through them, um, there is a card there from the staff that's written in there saying thank you to you. Um, I think the gifts sort of align to different people. So there is a uh, pedicure and manicure nail salon voucher for Anthony. (laughs) I think you can swap it for laser hair removal.
4: (laughs) I don't... (laughs) What about a replacement?
6: Yeah, they might be able to grab some and then oh, put it on God. the... Anyway, who knows? No, and there's also a um, crown voucher there for you guys to enjoy. Um, you know, maybe you can just go down to the roulette table. Um, there is also a box of lollies and snacks for you, Anthony. Um, the staff were worried that without lollies to steal off them and snacks to steal off them, that you'd need that. And obviously your kids can enjoy those as well. Um, there's a Koorong voucher there to help support your continued ministry. Uh, yeah so we just we really just want to thank you guys thank again you. and um yeah god bless you thank you so much uh,
0: lastly we're just going to invite Thanks, kev mate. and mike to come up and they're just going to pray oh god, uh, <laughs> what <laughs> thank you ollie kind um you guys can take a seat by the way you guys can sit down come um,
4: forward guys
0: i going to hand over. Yes, those flowers are actually for sure not Anthony. So let's give that.
7: All right, it's been a great morning. Um, very emotional, and uh, we've heard lots and lots of stories. I could share just as many stories too, very personal ones, um, which I won't go through. Um, but I think one of the things that's come through so clearly for all of us is uh, Anthony and Siobhan's love for God. It's absolutely key in their lives, it drives everything they do, and their love for other people. I think all of us here, we could probably, pretty much most of us, we could get up and we could share for five or ten minutes of uh, stories and impacts that these guys have made in our lives. And so their love for people. um, And Anthony and Siobhan's ability to connect with anyone, I remember one time we were working here and there were painters in, they were painting, and Anthony would just go down and chat to these guys like they were long-lost friends. And... uh, he just has this ability to connect with anyone, whether they're little kids all the way through to grandparents, and Siobhan the same, and that's been something that's really special. And I know <clears throat> from working closely with them, uh, their passion for Lakeside has always been really key, um, their desire for Lakeside to thrive and to expand and to, uh, to do well, and that's always driven everything that they've done. And so that's been, I know sometimes it's very hard sometimes from the outside seeing in. What's been happening at a leadership level, but I know and I can guarantee that that's always been the heart for them all the way through. Um, And so for us personally, too, as a family, it's been a great journey with these guys and it's Mm. been uh, fantastic um, holidays and different events. um, Stealing the Star. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, Yeah, we still have Thornley Church of Christ Star somewhere up on the roof, Jim. I think we might. I think we threw it out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, just some great memories for me personally, for our family and also for all of us here. Like I said, all of us have been in, impacted personally by these guys. And so, uh, I think it's been a great morning to say thank you and they will be missed. Um, leave a huge hole in this place. Um, but um, yeah, our, our prayer is that God would bless as they move on. So I'm going to pray and then I'll hand it over to Mike and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, can I ask actually everyone please to stand again? I think it's just uh, let's honour these guys and honour God. If that's okay, if you can't stand, that's fine. Um, yeah, so let's pray. Father, thank you for this morning, uh, for this opportunity to hear stories and to reflect and to look back. And um, thank you for the stories that were told um, and I know, Father, that each person here has been impacted, and not just here, but there's been hundreds, probably thousands of people who've been impacted through uh, what Anthony and Siobhan and the family have done here at Lakeside. And so, um, and Father, we know their heart has always been to serve you and to love you and to honour you in what they've done and to see your kingdom expanded here at Lakeside and to see Lakeside thrive and continue to do well. And Father, thank you for leading them um, on this journey from... Becoming, becoming Christians and walking through the door here and getting married here and going from being uh, involved in the rec centre to being a senior pastor and the journey, I know the challenges along the way that Anthony kept stepping into each time through training and getting a degree and uh, stepping up into roles which um, at times just seemed impossible and beyond him and yet each time he trusted you and was faithful to you and Siobhan was uh, prompting and encouraging and helping as well and so, so thank you for that Lord. Uh, thank you for for this place of Lakeside, and, and and Lakeside is the, the way it is today um, so much because of the the ministry of Lakeside of Siobhan and Anthony and what they've brought into this into this place. And so, Father, we know too um, that this isn't. This, there's been chapters that have gone, and uh, we've come to an end of a chapter here. But Father, we know that there's chapters that you will continue to write for for the Palmieri family. Um, and so, Father, I pray for them. I pray that you would bless them, that you'd lead them, that you'd guide them. You'd continue to grow them, uh, continue to use the gifts and abilities you've given them to expand your kingdom. And I know that's their heart, that they, they want to continue to do that, continue to serve you and honour you and all that they do. And so, Father, I pray that um, as your spirit leads them, that these next chapters will be exciting and fruitful and that we'd see these amazing things that you'll continue to do through this family and so again father we pray your blessing on them Um, and it's sad saying goodbye it's it's hard Um, it leaves a huge hole in our hearts and in lakeside Um, but father there's joy too and excitement of looking forward and just seeing what you're going to do knowing that the story isn't finished and that you're continuing to write the next chapter and so father I pray that they will faithfully follow where you are leading them and uh, so Father thank you for this morning for the, for the laughs and for the tears and for the opportunities to look back and also the opportunity to look forward and, and we just uh, commit this family to you now and thank you so much for them
2: Heavenly Father we thank you that we can love you we thank you that we're part of the body of Christ we thank you for Anthony Siobhan, Jenna Michaelia, Josiah, for each one, this family. Bless this time now as we share together over another aspect of um, the Italian culture of food, as we share together each with each other, with the family. Bless us now, Father, as we love you and seek to serve you in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: You guys can all grab a seat. Uh, we're just gonna Thanks, off. Lastly, Thanks, we're gonna, I invite Appreciate the worship it. team to make their way up. And, and as they do, we're just going to show a video to kind of cap off um, and kind of remember some of the times that have been had over the years. Um, I did it with the intention of making Anthony cry. Um, while we also kind of emailed a few people and see if they want to share some thoughts. So uh, if you just turn attention to the screens while the worship team gets set up. Um, do you want to?
5: You're you right. And uh, today is a very special day. Uh, Anthony Palmieri is being inducted as our sports pastor. Pretty unique. It's incredibly rare in uh, the history of Western Australia and certainly unique to our situation.
8: Oh, hello, Anthony and Siobhan. I was just uh, an American over here in the United States uh, finishing up some peanut butter.
9: Hi, Anthony and Siobhan.
8: Hey, Anthony and Siobhan.
9: We first met Anthony and Siobhan when um, Brett was playing basketball at the Lakeside Lightning.
8: We have fond memories of both of you. I can remember meeting Anthony back in 2003 on a pre-trip to see if we might come and serve at Lakeside.
9: About 17 years ago when my family was here for a year.
5: I first met Anthony and Siobhan in 2005 when I started working in the children's ministry area at Lakeside.
4: Yeah, look at us, time, We're
8: killing it. Um, although he was he was six foot three at the time. I I, I don't think he's nearly that tall anymore. Something happened.
9: Um, we were expecting our son, but Siobhan welcomed me like her sister, and was almost as excited about the new baby as. We were sometimes, and she threw us an enormous and amazing baby shower. Thanks for welcoming me so. into the world. was well, my first wobble coach. That's
0: what my job Lakeside.
2: Yeah. I first met you guys, I think it was either 2009 or 2008, when I came out for two and a half months as an intern at Lakeside.
8: Okay.
9: My sisters and I thought they were such a cool, hip, young couple.
8: Nevertheless, he, he was on the basketball team, the SBL squad, and he certainly modeled a man who cared much more about his relationship with God and ministering the gospel in his name through the platform of sport, more so than being a basketball player. I used to uh, live across the road from Anthony and Siobhan, which was awesome. I'd get home maybe a bit later at night, always would get a text from Anthony,
0: Hey, mate, back from Little Creatures.
5: One of the things that I remember about Anthony is uh, just his energy.
0: It wasn't at Little Creatures, but I just loved it every time. He was always
3: keeping an eye out.
9: I also, Anthony, still remember one of the messages you preached while we were there because you had a balance beam on the stage. I actually don't remember what the point of the message was. I'm sure it was important, but I remember your visual example.
8: tried to be uh, affirmers and advocates for... What we saw is the ministry that was out ahead of them and, and one of the fondest memories with them as a couple and as a young family was being able to roll around on the floor with them and their newly born daughter, Jenna. Anthony, I appreciated your enthusiasm. I appreciated your um, leadership and your godliness, and willing to do things well. I appreciated you didn't height shame me or ever dunk on me um, while we were playing basketball. He always wanted to be the worship pastor for the church. So I think COVID was a special time because we finally got to do a, come on church.
5: So Anthony, I wish you all the very best in the future. Thank you very much for all your your love and your care for people. Uh,
8: I appreciate Anthony's friendship and Siobhan's too, and uh, just felt supported by them.
5: Arthur was very proud of them both. Thanks for being a top light. Like.
8: Thanks, mate. Congrats, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Love you both. We were told to say uh, thanks, mate, but, uh, you know, we Americans, we don't say that that way. But we do love you both, and we'll see you later. Love your work. Love your work, guys. Love, love it.